Good morning, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to America Uncensored. We're super excited to be here this Thursday. This is Dara. We have Danny and Flo. And we're excited to have you all back on air. Uh, I first want to say, how did you guys make out through the uh, winter storm? Everybody okay? We're all we're all okay. Good. Yes, thank God we were blessed enough to not have. Yeah, I see you guys improvised with the uh, firewood. Yeah, we had. That to. was very creative. I was like, wow, I didn't think of that. Yeah, um, we actually went to Home Depot and the lines were pretty crazy, but it was great. They were cutting up two by fours. Don't worry, anyone that's listening, it was un treated wood um so yeah we had a few people reach out like hey don't burn that in your house because yeah, if it was treated then you know it could have like a bunch of chemicals and stuff like that but um home depot was taking care of us so shout out to home depot yeah that for was, sure uh, a pretty are they a, are they a local company no right I, I don't believe so i don't think so yeah they're known everywhere right yeah but it was crazy we we got some good snow over here i mean you're about an hour away how was it over at your place um for for some reason, I didn't know why, like usually the snow or the ice sticks to the grass, but it wasn't sticking to the grass. It was only sticking to the concrete. Didn't y'all think that was weird? Ours stuck to the grass. Uh, around our house? The, Ours the stuck ice, to everything. The yeah. ice was only sticking to the concrete, and I thought that was so weird because I thought it was supposed to be the other way around. Yeah, that's, that is weird. I don't know. Yeah, for us, it was it was on the ground. It was on the roofs. It was on the cars. It was, it was definitely everywhere. on the roofs. I mean, there was snow, some ice on the grass, but it was particularly sticking to the concrete. And I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just unfamiliar. Maybe some northerners will, will school us on how snow and ice works, works in the winter because I don't know. Yeah. And yeah. in my 32 years of life, it had never gotten down to 12 degrees. That's insane. And you guys probably had it colder up here. I think. How cold did it get over here? I think it got down to like nine. Sheesh. Yeah. And I, I looked up the record for the lowest temperature in Houston ever, and it was in y'all's area, and it was seven degrees. Wow. Ever. In it was 1930s. like 1930s. It was like nine, but it felt like negative 27. Yeah, I mean, who's counting at that point? It's it's, it's just cold. You, you look at the you look at the weather on your phone, and it just says it's cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it's was, cold, y'all. Cover up. It was up. definitely cold. Um, there was a, a couple nights, you know, the electricity went out over here. Um, I will say I'm super thankful that we went and got some groceries, and we did. And I think that's something good to talk about too. Is you know, when do we take things serious enough? Because I feel like a lot of times. You know, it's like, oh, we're going to get a horrible hurricane and, you know, whatever kind of weather um, prediction that the the people are talking about, the meteorologists. And I feel like we kind of don't take it as serious anymore. But, you know, we got that a a few bad floods that have hit Houston that have actually devastated Houston. And I think some people start taking it a little more serious now since those hurricanes. But, you know, I feel like right now, you know, when people are like, oh, we're going to have a horrible winter storm. It's a snowstorm. And then we're kind of like, uh, well, probably not. It's probably going to get down to like 60 and then it'll be 120 the next week. Yeah, because I feel like they don't they don't actually know. Like some they're always making it out to be like it's going to be the greatest storm we've ever seen. And it's not that's not always the case. But eventually they're right. But um, yeah, thankfully, you guys had groceries. My mom and dad always stay up stay stocked up on groceries they they always have like stacks and stacks of water and toilet paper and all the consumables and uh we how long did you guys have uh no power 44 hours we were 36 hours so not too far off uh you guys lost it way way before us um but uh shout out to my sister's good friend Gil because we didn't have any firewood I went and tried to get some wood they were they were all out like days before the storm yeah and uh my sister's friend Gil came through with some wood they were they were wet but they burned and we had to I was able to get these little tumbleweed fire starters Mm -hmm. and I got one box of them 
And I thought that was all I was going to need because they had like a full shelf, right? When I was at HEB, this was during the storm. HEB opened up. They didn't have any kind of log starters or anything. Those were the only things they have. And they had a semi-full shelf. I got one box and came home and we burned right through it. The 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 logs were too wet. They weren't catching. Mm-hmm. So I was like, we're going to need some more of these. So I go back and there's only eight boxes left. I grabbed them all. They were like five bucks a box. Oh wow, yeah. And we still have some. We didn't burn. We didn't burn through them all. All right. So for um, I guess the diverse political stance and people like to debate. Do you think that was right of you to grab all the eight boxes that remaining for people that it might have been cold? Um, it's survival of the fittest that's out here. I'm, that's what I'm saying though. Do you think do, is the mindset that you guys get into? Is it a Survival of the fittest, because some of you are like, oh, there's going to go all of the all the eggs again, or the toilet paper again, and the meat again, and just different things like that. Do y'all kind of feel like it is what it is, you know, be prepared, stay prepared, or if you find the necessities, grab it for your own, or share it out, and, you know, what's your thoughts on that? I thought eight boxes, like, we, because we burned through one, like, like that, like, right. it, and it didn't ca- catch any log on fire, because they were wet, so... I thought we were going to need those eight boxes. We burned through maybe five of them. So, so I, close and, I, and I was going to like ask my friends, yo, y'all need these log starters. I, I got y'all if y'all do after like we, we, we were warm already. We had the fire going. We kept the, we, once we got one log going, we just made sure to always stick a stick another log in whenever we can um uh, i was gonna offer offer those little tumbleweed starters to my friends though because uh, i mean sharing is caring but to answer the question you feel like if if it was there you need it your family needs it you're gonna grab as many as you can as many as i need Okay. Yeah, I feel the same way i don't not as I'm many not... as i as many as i can is different from as many as i need I felt like I was going to need those eight boxes, and we very well could have burned through the eight boxes. Yeah, but if I, you grab stuff just for the sake of grabbing it, that's different. Yeah, I don't, I don't like to do that. I, I do feel like there are other people who might need it more. So I, and even in grocery shopping and stuff, like I did make sure like we got our necessities, but I didn't like overdo it. Like I saw people literally with like, and I mean, they, they may or may not be. That may or may not be their case at home. They may or may not need all of that. But really, I saw people with, you know, like thousands and thousands of canned goods in, in a basket, you know. And yeah. I mean, they couldn't possibly consume all that. All of that. That's yeah, I, I think that, too. But I'm, I'm I, don't, I mean, I don't know. But no, I'm not like one of those like, oh, we've got to stock up. We Horse. need. Yeah, no, like. I'm not going to take all the toilet paper in the store. Like, I know that other people need it. Well, then I guess I will be the villain. Um, I think <laughs> I really don't care. You know, that's a, a, a stance I think that a lot of people already judge me as because of my political views about caring for other people and how they are and just stuff like that. I'll help when I can help, but my main priority is myself and my family. That's for me. If I, you know, I don't know. I've never gone through. This was, I'm 33 now, actually. My birthday was just the other day. And uh, Flo's birthday. birthday. Yeah, Flo's birthday was the 17th. Mine was the 23rd. So, you you know, in 33 years, though, I've never witnessed a snowstorm. You know what I mean? And so, I luckily, I did go to the grocery store. I mean, I think like 24 hours before it. Because I was like, "Eh, let me just get a couple more things. I literally was the person that was grabbing stuff that I don't like. I got this like a uh, ramen noodle type thing. Everyone, I had the boxes already, but it was stuff that I'm not going to eat that I don't even want to eat, but I'm grabbing it because I knew that if something like electricity went out or whatever, I could use it. You know what I mean? So I was taking the stuff like the perishables that like I knew that I could eventually end up using if need be, which luckily though, um, I did because we were without that electricity for quite some time. And, uh, yeah, I'm all for that, though. Everybody, I'll help you out if I can. But I'm about myself and my family. That's the cold, the cold, dirty truth 
I guess you could say. Um, I, don't, I don't blame you. And but I, you know, I if if there was, of course, our neighbors were super great. Uh, they were, you know, asking if we need anything. We went over to our neighbor's house, like brought s'mores. Actually, like yeah. we did, we roasted s'mores at the neighbors. So you That's know, that's one thing we didn't have. We didn't have any, and they were out at the store, of course. But we we had small marshmallows, so we got them on. We got like a bunch of them on a on a little stick and roasted the small marshmallows and that's about all we could do we made sure it was an essential yeah grab. That, was, that was one of the essentials um i'm i'm really excited we have some people that have been reaching out um and i'm not going to state their names though right now just because a lot of people um due to jobs and and their place of business i don't want to kind of call out too many people with uh their questions and right it, you know we're living in a time now where your political stance or even your questions or even your opinions can get you fired so um but we do have somebody that had uh, a few questions that they wanted us to address and just thought it was important to talk about uh and the first one i want to bring up it says um, they want to know what are our thoughts. And also if you're tuning in, you can give us your thoughts below in the comments. What are your thoughts on why the border states couldn't finish border wall, the border wall that was started by President Trump? And is it possible to finish it by private donations? So basically, why could we not get the border wall finished in four years? And is it possible that we can get it finished now if people just start donating money to continue the the um, the build? I feel like that's too big of a task. And this is one of the things where me and you disagree on. You were for the wall. I wasn't for the wall. And it's one of the one of the only things other than abortion uh, that I disagree with Trump on. Uh, I feel like the wall was a waste of resources. Whenever the wall is built, you're still going to man it. So why not just man the border? And I feel like most of the people that come through the border, they don't go on the ground of the border. They fly over it. So, you know, and, and talk- they come, they come over legally and then they become illegal. So, but what about the 3,500 that are coming a day that are, illegal crossing the actual border wall i mean isn't that enough people a day to say we need a we need a wall we're not allowed to shoot them on site so i feel like the wall is just a kind of a barrier to not overwhelm our border patrol yeah it'll take them some time yeah, to get I over mean, it. it you know you see people that are climbing up it kind of allows you that little bit of pause time um before anything you know it allows that pause before people come over. And also, I believe that it's, it is it is needed because people are not following the rules. Nobody's saying you can't be in America. They say you have to be here legally. So I don't understand that. Like every, every single country has a border that we have to follow. So why? Yeah, that's the reason we're different countries. We all have different rules. We all have different things right. that we have to live by. Yeah, I mean, I, that we agree on. We agree on the rules of the border. It's just it's just the wall that we disagree on. I feel like uh, I feel like education is like not paid attention to enough in government. I feel like more funds need to be allocated towards education rather than a wall, rather than um, welfare, food stamps, all of that. Right. That especially it keeps people at the bottom. So if you were to pump that welfare money, that uh, food stamp money into education instead, all of these people in poverty, they're going to rise up. So what do we do, though, about the 3,500 that are crossing a day that don't have homes here in America, that have different illnesses? I don't know, actually, if you know this, Daniel. This is really, really interesting. You're about Um, to say about the kids in cages? No, 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 not that at all. Have you heard about the new, uh, the virus that is now here from the border of Mexico that is now in Houston and in the United States that actually there is a personal family member uh, who's really good friend has contracted it and is currently in the hospital and the symptoms if if you guys don't know uh there's a couple of people now that have it and they're not white so i don't think it's attacking certain certain cultures um i mean i'm sorry they are white one's white one is um hispanic that i know of right now but it is a symptom of like a severe severe like stomach virus Hmm. but it's like the main symptom is shaking so they're shaking 
throwing up, um, horrible headache, high fever. So, you know, this was going back to just the, the question for one of the listeners saying, what do we think about the border, um, the border and stuff like that? Can we finish it? I really think that it's necessary to finish closing off our country. I, I like, I think it's such an important thing because nobody's taking us serious. Yeah. Like nobody's taking us serious. Now, what I would like to see is, um, and I see that we did see in here, um, Crystal was saying that they do shoot at the border wall. Now they'll shoot at the border wall if there's an absolute need to, and they're threatened, yeah, but we're not, us. we're not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but we're not shooting at the 3,500 that are literally, we're watching them climb on top of each other's backs and jump over the fence. I mean, if that was the case, honestly, we wouldn't have that big of a problem here in Texas because they'd be dead. The kids, the adults, the grandparents, and all the sex traffickers. But besides that, um, I think as far as donations for building the wall, I don't think that that would, I don't think it could happen. That's a, that's a very large task. Yeah, to, I don't for think it someone, could happen. Someone would have to come forward like an Elon Musk type person that's willing to organize yeah, the completion of the wall. That would have to take all the donations and then still have to and pay people no one's to going, do it. No yeah. one's going to, especially like a, a like a famous billionaire, they're not. They're that's like they're gonna get scrutinized for finishing the wall. It's like that's a really big headache to have, right? Yeah. For yeah. someone that's already a billionaire, doesn't have to worry about anything. Yeah, and you know, to be honest with you, like I said, I'm I want it to be finished because I think it's necessary to as a country to say, hey, this is our border. We're literally getting to the point where you can put gorilla glue in your hair. <laughs> And sue for millions of dollars. We're getting to the point where you can buy a scorching Wait, hot she, coffee and sue because you got your mouth burned. Did so she I, win? <clears throat> oh, she's going to. Yeah, she's absolutely. And what Even she's if she did it, she's got to go fund me. And yeah, people have already, donated so much money. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. This she woman can't has win won. that. Well, I would think that you couldn't win a case that hot coffee burnt your mouth. I could see that one. Kind of. I mean, but, but like, the what do you mean? Blue one? No, I don't, uh, she can't win that. But you are right hey, about the but, GoFundMe, though. But that's what I'm saying. So, and at a time where you can sue because of everything, you can do anything you want. The reason why I think the wall's necessary is because you know what's going to end up happening a, a few years from now? Well, there's no wall there. So, I mean, technically, it's open. It, we should be able to. And they're going to fight for that. They're going to fight and say, well, okay, so how about this? We can't cross right here, but starting, we can go in right over here it's so freaking stupid but that's i feel like our mindset nowadays and that's where it's like well we got to be really nice to him yeah i mean he is a six foot four transgender woman fighting and wrestling but come on he's he's you know he wants to be a girl give the guy a break it's not right you know and so i think that people are so sensitive and just thinking that oh this is what we need to do now like if there's not a close off of a border wall why off topic, but kind of in the same. Why do we have to show ID to get onto a plane? So we know who's coming in and out of the country or in and out of a state. Like how do people that are like all about these people coming over here not understanding of that? Should we just not? How about I get pulled over and say, my name, my name's Jennifer Rabbit. That's my name, Jennifer Rabbit. I'm 36 and I live off of Lakes on Eldridge uh, and the gated community. Why can't we just go off of what I say? Because I'd be cool. lying if you guys are, are there and you don't know. Because yeah. we'd all be lying. It would have been cool if you said Jessica Rabbit from Toontown. Hey, I was going to say Jessica Rabbit, but then I was like, oh, God. People are probably going to be like, really? <laughs> um, but, you know, that's what I, I want to know. Like, how and do we you not actually, you need understand an ID. that? You, need, you need an ID for a, getting on a plane, but not for not to vote. It's wild. <laughs> it's You need an ID to buy cigarettes, you guys. We, we literally need an identification card to say, I'm going to buy a pack of cigarettes, but not for the people that are literally coming illegally into our country. Yeah. How does that make sense to anyone? Honestly, like in, in your right mind, how is that okay? Well, going back to what you said about like the virus, like that's what scares me, especially right now. I mean, COVID is still a thing. Like people have seemed to have forgot about covid during this winter storm yeah uh, it was a good distraction yeah but no covid is still a thing and the from the beginning of covid all i've been hearing nonstop is um it's mostly people who are traveling that are you know 
spreading spread exactly yeah. so I mean, if you live in a different region place, right? right if you live in a different region there's different strands that are coming around and when you're around someone who um who lives somewhere else you know you can potentially get sicker than the people that are around you you know it's a different strand whatever is what i'm trying to say right my point is though with so many people crossing the border right now and you know it's just being allowed like you know you can just come in whatever don't have to show identification you're coming illegally whatever we don't know what strands of viruses they're bringing over mm-hmm. just like this new one that's coming over that's making people really sick like it's the stomach virus is already bad can you imagine like on steroids like nobody wants that I but hadn't, i hadn't heard about that that's the this is the first time i hear about it the stomach virus yeah, it's I and you know what's scary? I just found out about it in the last forty eight hours. And that's really, really scary to me. So you said shaking is like one a, of the like main seizure? No. Just like, like literally like shiver, oh, okay. like a bad but a bad shiver. Like a really bad shiver. Hmm. Um it, it's scary, you know, these are things that we need to be aware of. I do want to answer a question we had. Um I'm not actually in, in the group, but I know that I believe Crystal asked a question. I want to make sure that we... Oh, she asked, how many years have we not had a wall? Um, I don't know how many years we have not had a wall, but I can give you a fact that uh, the first barrier built by the United States was between 1909 and 1911. Um, The first barrier built by Mexico was in around 1918, and the barriers were extended in the 20s and the 40s. Um, And then President George Bush approved the initial... 14 mile of fencing uh, along uh, San Diego and the Tijuana border. Um, I want to make sure we all know, we do know that we've always had a wall, right? Yeah. Y'all know we've always, it just wasn't good enough. <laughs> like Maybe. that, that was the, I think the in some areas thing. it's just like a link. It's fence. literally, yeah. A chain. <laughs> yeah. Like it's literally like a, maybe instead of a wall, we get some sharks and put it in the Rio Grande. Hey, you know, I just honestly I mean, feel like... some people do cross that river as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, come through the river instead of jumping a fence. You know, I, I think that people, you know, should just joke. come that legally. That was a joke. Don't take me seriously. Yeah, just come <laughs> legally. It's, it's, it's literally like what well, we have to do when we go anywhere. The other thing that I think about is, like you said, like, to get on a plane, you've got to show your ID. You've got to show your identification. Um even when you when you land and you go into another country, you have to go through customs. They have to know you're there. Right. And I see it as a safety reason. Like, we have to know you're here. If we have to know you're on this plane. If this plane goes down, we have to be able to tell your family, yeah, she showed her ID. She was in this seat. This is, you know, right. um, unfortunately, she didn't make it or whatever the case is. But also, for the other reason, if they're coming into our country, like... I, I think I mentioned something when we were talking about it. Like, you don't know. They, they could be for uh, my mind just goes there. They could be a serial killer. And we have no trace of the person, no name, no date of birth, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. And because we you, have no idea that they're here. And whenever you come, whenever they come over with a kid, do you have no that that's when you start thinking is that uh, child, even your kid? Child, child trafficking. That's right. why they're okay. And for those of you that don't know, that's why we have cages at the border wall. They right. have to detain because they're not going to just let a 40 year old man come over with a five year old little girl and be like, have y'all with not no, seen Titanic? Do you remember when no he grabbed proof. that little kid and said, yeah, please, I have a child. That's literally <laughs> like my worst fear. And I think about that all the time when I go to stores and stuff with my six year old. I'm like, God, what if someone takes her Crosses that border, I'll never see her again. Hey, and a personal story, I've talked about it quite a few times, but my grandmother was killed by illegal immigrants that did cross the border after the car wreck and after the free hospitalization, and there was no trace of them. We could not find anything for the four guys that were in the van. Uh, We have the videotapes. We have everything, but guess what? Guess whose names didn't trace back to the van that they were in? There was no, there was, was it wasn't them. It was somebody else's. So, you know, I think that, you know, if we could, if we, you know who I think we should blame Mexico, why don't we blame Mexico? 
because just like you just said, Flo, if they had a source of this is my identification, these are my shot records, this is this, this is what I'm doing here, this, all these things. Well, people do have that. Think- That's when they come over with their passport and, and then, then they, they become, become a, uh, yeah, yeah. They become a legal citizen. Right. And then we can we can account for them. We know like if something were to happen, if they were to commit a crime or anything like that, we have records. We have records of them. The feds can show up at their door, you know, like that's, that's what concerns me the most about it. And, you know, I just remember like being a kid, I would go to Mexico with my grandparents every summer. My mom had to write a note basically and give them a copy of my, or my actual birth certificate to show proof that I belong to them so that I could come back with them. And she had to get a note. She had to write a note that she was giving me permission to go with my grandparents across the border, had to have it notarized, all that good stuff. And still, I remember being a kid. I I, I told Dara this uh, not too long ago. I remember being a kid. And if I was asleep in the car, the Border Patrol would wake me up and ask me, where do you live? Where are you an American citizen? Like they'd ask questions who are these people to you? And I'd have to say, oh, that's my grandma and grandpa, you know? And I, I do realize that some kids can be coached to say like, oh, this is your your mom or your dad or whatever, you know, if they really aren't, if they really don't belong to that adult. Um, but I remember that being like a serious deal. Like I remember them having to, they detained us and had to call my mom and my mom had to give them proof because I woke up and they asked, where do you live? And I, you know, be, I think I was like five or six years old. I looked at my grandma and I said, where do we live? And they had us pull And that over. was enough for them to be like, oh, maybe this girl doesn't belong. Red flag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I don't know if that's still the case. I haven't right been to Mexico plate. in years. I don't know if we're, if we're still doing that. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, at the end of the day, you guys, I just think that we have rules, you know, and it doesn't matter how good of a, you guys heard about the horrible wreck that just happened off of the feeder road of 290. Yeah. With the young, the young guys. Yeah. He was in a yellow Camaro. Um, and actually his last name is mock M O C K. I've already went through all of his stuff and he's 22 year old guy has a little son. He was, it was a street kind of race and show off thing that was going on, uh, by Senate road. And anyways, he was doing just a flyby. He was just going to do a flyby wave. It was kind of at the end of the event. And a Malibu pulled out, hit the Malibu, it flipped, it just killed three people. So now the this car mis- itself now, like yeah, Mock is now has three counts of manslaughter at twenty-two years old mm. and has a little son that when you go on his Facebook page, that's his whole world. Yeah. Um Aww. now the reason why I'm saying this and, and I'm using this scenario as uh an issue is do you know that if he was not a citizen here and he would have just taken off, that's it. There, there's, hmm. there's no, no justice, justice no peace. Yep. And I feel like we're we're marching and we're we're talking about no justice, no peace. And I I relate. That happened to my family. Literally, that exact scenario happened. But guess what? There was nothing to prove it was them. Um, so I just think come legally, follow our rules. We have to follow the rules. It doesn't matter how good of, and this is what my point was. He seemed like a good guy and a good father and a young kid yeah. that made a stupid decision. But unfortunately, you killed three people. And one is a 35-year-old that was fi- visiting from New Jersey for his friend's birthday. He was here visiting. The yeah. other two were brothers, a 14-year-old and a 16-year-old boy. Can you imagine those parents right now? It's prayers it, for them. Yeah. For sure. Um, Did you catch uh, Biden's town hall? I think it was on during the during the storm, so I don't think any of us were able to watch it. But uh, he, uh, it was funny. I was watching this comedian on YouTube. He's like a right wing comedian. His name's Kayvon. Uh, he's he like he had a a still image of the crowd at Joe Biden's town hall, and then after that, he put a still image of a crowd from his show, his comedy show, and it was like. 10 times the people at this no name comedians show than there was at the president's town hall. Um, you know, Joe Biden, uh, he started, he's of course they started going off how saying there was no plan to vaccinate. Uh, there, there was no vaccination plan whenever he took office, which is a lie. 
Joe Biden got the vaccine like 11 days before he took office. And I believe when we were rolling out the vaccine for uh, uh, 1A, right? When Trump was still president. Mm-hmm. It was it was la- it was last year even, right? It was after the election. Um, they started to roll out the vaccine, right? I don't know. I remember, I mean, we're in February. I feel like COVID really started hitting March. I feel like that's whenever it was a really big. No, I'm talking about the vaccine. Oh, the vaccine. I have no idea what the vaccine. I'm pretty sure we started rolling out the vaccine when Trump was still president. But uh, he uh, Biden was saying that there was no plan to vaccinate uh, anyone when he took office, which is a lie. Um, and then he goes on to say that he ordered 600 million doses of coronavirus vaccine. How, how is that? How does that make any sense? Why are we going to need 600 million doses when there's only 330 million Americans, some of which are kids that can't get vaccinated? There's only like 200, 264 million people that can get vaccinated why are you going to need 600 million doses so i wonder if it's because we need double dose though right because everyone has to have a minimum even of two. If, i don't think that's <clears throat> the case but even if it was a, uh counting both of the doses that you have to get that's still way overestimating and maybe a, and a waste of give, funds maybe he was going to give some away to other china other countries yeah well yeah that's that is something that's going to happen that where we are providing for other people we don't know how many americans we have well we know how many americans we can account for but we don't know how many people we can account for when 3500 are coming over a day now uh, i do want to loop back really quick george villarreal did say we need uh, we do need a wall. This is our country, a, a wall from all, not just Mexico. I absolutely agree with I that. Agree. Um, I think that this is our country. You know, I think Mexico gets the biggest heat. It's not even the Hispanics that that are, are being targeted. So many people actually come from other um, countries. Salvador, I mean, Nicaragua, well, no, they're Iraq, yeah. Afghanistan. Uh, like there's other places that people are coming from. We, and read we just some, read something about it. Yeah, and we watched a video sati- about it. Some statistics about it and how many um, the people that were detained at the Mexico border. A lot of them weren't even Hispanic or from any Hispanic country. A lot of them were for from overseas. There were a, a like a few people from I can't remember what the countries were, but they. It wasn't even Mexico. Yeah, it had nothing to do, like, and we were shocked, and it was, um, oh, the former ICE, the former um, ICE, I want to say um, president or something like that was Director. talking about it. I don't know, but he was, he was you know, kind of just informing and saying this is the issue. You'd be the surprised how people many people. are going there, and that's why he said, and he was literally fighting, and he was saying, like, um, we need we need this because people know how easy it is coming that way which it makes sense because we just argued how easy it is to get onto a plane with identification right mm-hmm. and like or you have to show identification other places where do you not have to show identification when you cross the border the border wall of mexico we're not we're not looking at that identification but we are looking at identification for a plane we are looking at identification other other places you know yeah. what my so i do agree with you george I, I definitely think border for all you know what my sister told me in California, uh, a lady refused to take off her mask while she was taking her picture for her license, and they let her do it. So now on her on her license, she has a picture with, oh, a, wow. with a mask on. And Insane. that is California, ladies and gentlemen, the great I just wanna, state. I just want to tell y'all about something real quick, because <laughs> we were talking about the borders and the security and the reason why so many people use the Mexican border to cross is because it's the easiest... Um, I started watching this show on Netflix oh, called God, she loves it. Border <laughs> Security, and it's it's all of our borders. Like a lot of a, a lot of it is uh, Canada, like the the border of yeah. Canada, and it just shows like really what the customs officers do in the airports and whenever the 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 officers that work at the border. And it's just I got so addicted to it because it's literally like. They stop people from bringing over certain like there's an agriculture 
officer that goes in and if they bring over certain plants and stuff that can damage our livestock and and our food here in america like i never thought about that when i think of borders and border patrol i think of illegal people crossing our border they stop people that are bringing over certain plants certain foods certain yeah. things that like certain meats that can cause americans things that i didn't sick. even know about i yeah, didn't even think crazy. of stuff like that a lot of drugs too uh I people that fly the, over i imagine the alaskan border patrol they probably get some crazy stuff there because it's russia is right there yeah hey they, they get it's crazy a lot of it is canada and you know what's even uh more crazy about it is it's a lot of people that are coming here to do their business and to sell things. So your Louis Vuitton purse that you have. Yeah, they, your, they that's confiscate what they do. a lot of, um, what is it called? Like It's like their black market their, like, stuff, fake, you know? Yeah. I mean, they they go in and they they bring over like. It's a good show, y'all. Border yeah. Security, America's Frontline on Netflix. Just go watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's cool, you know, because it also, we talk so much about Mexico, Mexico, the border here. I think big, big, uh, mainly because we're in Texas. You know, we're in Houston. We're right, right. here. Yeah. But it's so crazy. I don't think I've seen Mexico mentioned Honestly, but a couple of times. Yeah, most of in it the is whole like series. Canada or um, a lot of people just flying over from from different countries, like overseas. It's a really good show, though, and it just literally. I I was watching and thinking, like, God, I never think of this stuff when it comes to our border. Yeah, I meat. Yeah. <laughs> what? Or plants. Yeah. Like if you bring this plant over and you and you plant it in American soil, it'll make all of our other crops die, even if it's yeah. not near it. Or, or what it could or, cause like for our food. Like, oh, we, we can't do that because this could contaminate this yeah, meat. And then that's going to go. It's crazy. Um, I also want to follow up with a second question here. It says, with all of the talks on racial issues, do you guys believe that it's going to cause more of an uprise with hardcore anti-organizations, also known as white supremacy? So I guess what they're asking is, you know, there's a lot of racial um, issues that are going on that we're talking about mm-hmm. um us the news schools i feel like even in school now everything yeah. it's just race 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 mm-hmm. um do you guys think that there's going to be more of an uprise uh with these like the proud boys or with like black lives matter all these organizations do you think that it's going to cause more of an uprise and more of maybe um and an uprise what would you guys say is an uprise to you what would that be just like uh, like I would say, like a clashing of the two. Yeah. Okay. So, what do you what do y'all think about that? Do you think that where we're headed is well, to if an I uprise? was if I was in a white supremacy group, I'm I would be pretty content with what's happening because, I mean, they they want to divide, they want blacks and whites to be separate, and that's pretty much what that's pretty much what's happening with the way the media is painting this picture. It's like we. It's separating people Segregation. Yeah, more. Yeah, it's divisive. Yeah. It's terrible. I was just thinking about that the other day. Um, and I think the, uh, David Duke, uh, initially he, he was supporting Trump, but I think he ended up supporting Biden. I don't know how, I'm not sh- 100% sure of that, but if I'm, if I'm in a white supremacy group, I absolutely am supporting Biden. Why not? He's dividing. He's dividing us. Uh, we have someone that just said uh, George Villarreal just said Biden is making it worse. Um, Absolutely. And hey, George, we would like to to know a little bit more about your thoughts. So go ahead and keep commenting. Or if you can just give us a reason on why you think he's making it worse, we can circle back to that. Um, but what do you think, Flo? What do you think about it? Do you think that it's going to be more of an uprise? Do you think I, we're headed to a, a, a race I, war? I think we are. Mm. History is repeating itself. I really do think that we are headed headed back to um, a time of segregation. And what's really crazy is I was just thinking about it the other day and thinking about my friends. Uh, my birthday was last week. A lot of people like uh, sent me messages and stuff, like lots of love for my birthday. And I was literally sitting there thinking like, God, you know, when I was in middle school and high school I feel like when I was growing up um race wasn't an issue like I had a group of friends and we were pretty diverse like we had a little bit of everything in our group of friends you know like and it was never an issue like I never thought about it like oh those are the white kids or those are the black kids or those are the Mexican kids I think it's like we were just all like hanging out whatever and just you know like in a huge group whatever but i feel like nowadays it's like 
race is an, an issue all of a sudden. I think that's just a kid thing. I think that seed doesn't get planted until later in your life. I mean, I think it's being planted a lot younger now. Uh, um, that, uh, yeah, I can see I, that. Yeah, so we were talking about it. Someone we know, we won't say any names or whatever. Someone we know posted something on social media and basically was saying, like, I tell my kids daily, like, you know, your life is going to be hard. You're going to have to struggle because of the color of our skin, something like that. And I feel like that seed is it's being terrible. planted. Yeah. Like you're setting your kids up for failure instead of telling them you can overcome anything, no matter the color of your skin. Like you can be the president of the United States if you want to one day. I feel like she was kind of like putting her kids down, like basically saying like, you're not going to amount to anything. Yeah. And as a parent, you're, you're supposed to do the complete opposite. You're supposed to teach your kids. Like the sky is the limit. Like do whatever your dreams are to do. Like, you know, I always say this. I always say, uh, maybe people are dealt bad hands, but that doesn't mean you, you can't make something with that hand. You have the same 24 hours in the day that everyone else that has. everyone else does. I feel the same exact way. I feel like a lot of people and right now we're making it OK with the with this race war. We're making it OK and making people think they're oppressed more than they really are, you know, and in, instead of, you know, thinking and having the complete opposite mindset, my mindset is, well, you don't think anything of me. Let me show you. Let me let me let my actions speak louder than my words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I I really do believe that that is something that is keeping down children, not a race. It's keeping down children. When you when you say that, like, oh, it's gonna be hard. Like, I don't know, it's gonna be hard. You can't do that. Like, oh, like I don't know. Discouragement. Yeah, when you when yeah. you put that into people's mindsets, you're gonna doubt yourself. You're going to doubt yourself, you know, and I, for those of you that are listening, I operate a martial arts facility and I can tell you right now, I do board breaks with the kids, right? If I bring the board up and I look at a kid and I say, okay, this is a really strong board. I don't know if you're going to be able to break it because you're not that strong right now. So you're probably not going to be able to break it. What do you think that they think? (laughs) Like, I mean, I'm probably not going to break it then, right? So, like, oh, I mean, it's, it's just, G, you're supposed to be motivated. Yeah, right? Exactly, you know? And it's because of your motivation I broke the board on the first hey, try. Hey, yeah, you guys, and, and Daniel broke the board <laughs> on the first try. He went into class, um, in the teen adult class, and he did a really great job. But I, I do believe that this race war, and I'm going to say something, you guys, and it might stir the pot. So I hope if people are listening right now, they get to be Ooh, here, here we for go. it. Um, and this is, listen, I'm not specifically saying you for those of you listening or those of you in the room, but when it comes to this race war, I'm going to ask one question before I make the statement. And uh, Flo, I want your answer and Daniel, I want your answer. When All you right. think of a race war, what race do you think? Well, the way the media paints it is black and white, but I mean, just black so, and white though, right? There's so much more than right. that. Okay, and Flo, what do you think of when you hear of race war? The exact same thing. You think of black and white, right? Yeah. Okay, you guys, I'm going to say something and and I'm just going to go out there and do it. I have never met more Hispanic people that don't like African Americans in my life. Out, white people, I've heard more Hispanic people talk down, talk against black African-American people than any race I have ever met in my life. It doesn't mean it's you two sitting here at the table and it doesn't even mean it it could be you listening. But I do want to say that it's really wild to me that I keep hearing like, oh, this us brown people, like we're going to stick together. I'm like, you know that that mother over there just don't even like you. Like y'all are sitting there. You you think. A lot of the older Hispanics. Yeah, I was just about to say that me and just thinking like with family or family friends, I, I don't know what the reason is, but there are a lot of they older. Just come, they just come from that time. They Yeah. And that, that could possibly be it. But, but why is are, that not talked about? Because I feel like the white people, too, it's we're, we're still getting blamed for slavery. Yeah. Like this new not, generation, these white kids are bouncing on little bouncy balls with their fingers in their mouth. It's not, benef- it's not beneficial for the media to no, paint that that's, picture. You know, and that's what I like. I, I have to say, because it just makes me laugh. And I'm like, y'all do realize. And I got to say this, too. I don't really know a lot of 
African-Americans that like white people. Like, they're annoyed by them. They don't like them. They think they're privileged. They think they're stuck up. They think they've been given everything. Call it what it is. I mean, then we don't got to kick it. We don't have to kick it. We don't got to chill. Like, you know, I saw this older lady the other day and it's really funny because I'm like, how many times do I get judged a day? A million, right? I think we all do. I think it's a normal thing. And I was at the store and this, I love grandparents. I don't know what it is. Maybe because I got one left and I'm hanging on to them, but I just think they're the sweetest. And you know, it's just, it's a good, it's a good feeling when you see an older person, you want to help them out. And I'm all about that. Like if something drops on the floor, if they need help with a card, if I actually did it at Home Depot the other day, remember that lady was on her uh, wheelchair, electric wheelchair in the store. She was actually on her phone. She had it on speakerphone. And she was like, I better begin that that next check. I better get that next check. She was blah, talking blah, about blah, her blah, stimulus. Blah. Talking about her stimulus, right? <laughs> but she couldn't get through the hallway. She's a bigger lady. She couldn't get through the hallway on her motor uh, vehicle. So I literally got in front of her. I moved everything out of the way. And she just kept <laughs> she kept going. Didn't say thank you. Kept didn't on say trucking. one word yeah. to me. Then I was at a store. And this sweet old <clears throat> grandma like needed help. Like she couldn't reach something, right? So I'm not that tall. I'm like five feet flat, right? But I was able to get to it. And I grabbed it and I gave it to her. She gave me the ugliest look I've ever been given in my life. Didn't say thank you. It was almost like she was disgusted that I I grabbed what she wanted and gave it to her. And like almost like she didn't want it. And I thought, oh my God. No, I think she was an older African-American woman that doesn't like white people. Mm. Why why can I not think that? Right. (laughs) Like what a way, what a way to think about, you know, like the shoe being on the other foot. And I feel like nobody thinks about that. Like we all get judged. It is what it is. I do think that we are on an uprise because I think people now as myself, we're not keeping our mouth shut. Right. And that's why we have an uproar because people now are starting to take a stance and saying, stop, don't put me in that category. Half the world, they're not keeping their mouth shut and the other half are so sensitive. Everything is a bother. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. They're still talking about reparations in Congress. Why is this even a discussion? That was our next topic to talk (laughs) about. Um, I don't really know because I haven't really followed. So maybe you guys can fill me in with the reparations. But I mean, who are they poke, for? You and could who poke are, holes in it all day. What what happens if what happens to Blake Griffin? Does he get half a check? Oh, so what? Yeah, what does happen if you are uh, biracial? Who's, and who do, gets the reparations? Who's getting, what is are the reparations white, for? Is every white exactly? person going to get taxed for it? And That's then a good and then the black people are going to get that tax money it's going to go are we the talking government. about just giving if you're an african-american you're just getting money or what i don't understand like what I mean, she doesn't know if it's like for? for people that like who yeah who is it because i was thinking like you know when it first started it was first a topic it was to people in i guess like the slavery family line is what i was so you would have to have proof was. that your ancestor was a slave right yeah, but so that's another, do we that's even have thing. that anymore? What if you're, like it's so it's so long ago. What if you're a black person ago? whose ancestors weren't slaves? Too bad. Do you not get the money? I don't know. I just I think. And it's, then like I, like I was saying, are are all the white people going to get taxed for it? Because are we going to give reparations? on my birth certificate? I'm white, but clearly I'm Hispanic. Oh, yeah, mine man. says Caucasian too. Oh, you guys are screwed. <laughs> but yeah, also, so are so we you, going you to give reparations? All day. Are we going to do reparations for the Jews as well? Do you remember a little something called the Holocaust? If anyone deserves it, well, I feel like they've done well for themselves, so maybe they don't need it. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that. If anyone deserves it, it's Imagine them. that. Doing good for yourself after a tragedy. Imagine. I just want to know who the... That's what who's, happens who's when you don't complain. Who's getting reparations? That's all I want to know is how are, how are we picking who gets them? If they are truly needed, I understand that. We were just talking about it the other day, uh, you know, after the winter storm and how um, a lot of people are um, filing claims for the groceries and stuff that they lost or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for it. Like, hey, we lost about. About $100, $150. Yeah, not not too much, but because um, we put a lot of stuff outside in the snow to keep it cold on the, the, you know, days that we didn't have uh, power. Yeah. And I'm all for like, hey, if you really lost that, you really are struggling. You need that money. Like, go ahead, you know, whatever. But 
The problem I have is when people take advantage of the system. So that that goes back with the reparations. Like, are we who who's getting them? Are, are they truly deserved? Like, I can think of 99 million other things that we need that money for in our country to make our country better. So um, this is the circle back that I want to do also. I, I've been using that word because uh, Biden's new press like secretary, she keeps having to circle back to everything because she didn't know the <laughs> answers. So it's something that I'm getting kind of used to saying now. I like it. Um, but you just said, you know, you could think of a lot of things that that money would be better for. I would like to know those of you who don't think the border wall is worth it and we could put that money somewhere else if you think that the reparations are also a waste of money as well. Absolutely. Let us know about that. Yeah, I think that I, I'd be interested to know if the same people that don't think the border wall is necessary, if they think the reparations are I don't necessary. see why this reparations thing is even a discussion. Like, there's no way to handle it. If, if you were going to try to handle it, like, how? How are you going to do it? There's no way. There's what is is does does Blake Griffin get half a check? I was just thinking of something. I did tell y'all I wanted to be an astronaut before, right? Right. It's a real I thing. Tell. Yeah, it's a real thing. Like I really wanted to be an astronaut. And have y'all ever heard the saying like the sky's the limit? Mm-hmm. Right. Do y'all think that I could sue NASA because I don't meet their height requirement? Could and I? it's literally like devastated me. Could uh, I sue the was- National Guard? That was the same thing. I wanted to be a flight attendant and I wasn't tall enough. I didn't reach the overhead bins <laughs> without shoes on. Seriously, that was a thing. And I didn't make it past that round of interviews. I made it past like the first two or three of them. And then when it came to the height requirement, I didn't make it. So you I need those. You need those socks that make you taller. I automatically <laughs> didn't get the job because of that. I wonder if I can sue United. Yeah. You, you think about stuff like discrimination. That. I mean, could you imagine the kid that like grows up with NASA in their room? Like, who even knew you needed a high requirement to be an astronaut? I don't know, but that yeah, grows up. He with, grows up with people telling him you, you can, can do be an it. Astronaut. You can do it, and literally, he's like sixteen. The parents don't know, and then he's seventeen, and then he's eight, like realizes, oh my god, I can't be an astronaut. I'm not my tall. Dreams, right? At least now his parents like didn't a, tell him as a child that he couldn't. Now I'm gonna be like a skydiver or something similar yeah but you know i think the thing is is we're all going to be let down at some point in life absolutely you know regardless of our ethnicities have you ever heard the term life is hard it's hard for everyone no matter what color skin i have a song called life is hard yeah i I mean it's the truth it's the absolute truth and we all it is unfortunate but i'm 33 years old and i will still look at a book and choose it because of the cover Sometimes. And then I'll read the back. It's odd. I'll literally see the cover. And that's what catches my attention. And then I read what it's about. And I think us as people, we're the same way. We, no matter what, we're going to judge a book by its cover. And we all go through it. But I mean, we do that with everything. Are, yeah, that's, you, that's just like a natural human reaction. We do that with movies we watch. We see the picture and we're like, oh, that looks kind of good. It, sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Sell like, it. I guess we do the same thing with people as well. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, as far as reparations go, and this was a, one of the the listeners' questions is, you know, how is that going to work by the if they're biracial and stuff? You know, unfortunately, to answer your question, we don't know. Because, you know, frankly, I don't think any three of us here, um, all of us, I'm, you know, go ahead and you can say yours. I'm Irish and Czech if I'm going by my actual, you know, my ethnicity of things, you know, and, and what I am. And I'm there white. was Irish slaves. The, yeah. You know, Irish people were one of the wor- one of the first groups of slaves before African-Americans. It's pretty, pretty crazy. Do you and your family get reparations? I mean, you know what? I got to say this. We don't want them. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? We, we wouldn't, we wouldn't even want them, you know? And that's the thing is when you give, my dad says, this is my dad's 73. It's crazy. He was born in 47 and it's crazy to think he says, this is why we have, and you, you mentioned on it earlier, we got to get these people out of poverty. Daniel, you said, we got to get them up. We got to get them out of there. They're stuck. When you keep giving money to people who don't want to work for it, but they just want to take it. What's the point of working? Nobody wants to work. Like married to the government. Yeah, that that's and yeah. but what's so scary is they think that the government is the one giving them the money. 
That's the that's the kicker of everything. The government, mm-hmm. if you are listening and you don't know, the government doesn't have the money. The government's money is coming from the people who works pockets. If you did not know that, today should open your eyes up. Right. That's a huge thing. And I also want to go in. We don't have that much time left, but I had a great visitor this past weekend. Two excellent visitors. Actually, for anyone that came by, I'm really excited about that. Um, I got to see some 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 people, but... I had two people come by this weekend uh, that are from born in um, Canada, mm-hmm. parent and daughter. And the mom said, you know, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I love them. I love them to death. She said, Wait, she Canada, really like that? They, they have just the bit. Canada accent. It's, <laughs> it's so bit. cool. Yeah, it's, it's really cute. Uh, um, but she said, Canada's healthcare sucks. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I had, <laughs> I had to ask just because, you know, well, I was thinking about my daughter or whatever. free. And no, I, no, I had to check ask. It out. I had to ask um, the mom, like, so you mean to tell me when you had your daughter, like, it was completely free? And she said, yeah, it was completely free. I don't owe any money. At, right after I had that baby, everything was free. Everything was fine. And I'm thinking like, dang, you know, my daughter's six years old. I still owe money for having her, you know, like <laughs> my mom probably still owes money from having me <laughs> like seriously, because they, it's just outrageous, you know, to have a baby and how much that costs and stuff. And she was like, yeah, it's completely free. But when she went on, you you can go on. Sorry. I didn't mean to. No, you. no. It's yeah. That, Cause that was her, that was your question. You know, is that you were really intrigued by that. She said, um, but don't ever try to like, catch a disease don't ever get an illness don't try to think that if you you have some problems with cancer what'd she say about that she said they're gonna um, send you here can't no she said canada's health insurance is good, good if you break your arm if you have an emergency <laughs> right because if you fall off of something you can go to the hospital they'll fix your arm they'll fix your leg whatever for free right then and there whatever you have cancer she said by the time you get an appointment to see a doctor it's too late yeah, you're stage four. You've been waiting like too you, long. There's you no- wait too long. It's impossible. And th- and think about like our population here. If that were to happen here in the U.S., everyone would die. If you had uh, diabetes, a cancer, a, a serious illness where you Lupus. need to be seen. Yeah, Anything. where you need to be seen by a doctor often. Medication. Oh, their medication isn't free. Their medication is not free, and dental is, I believe, not not either. free. You have to get that private as well. But it's it's all good if you have an accident and you need an emergency, you know, emergency surgery. That's free. That'll that'll be happen. Yeah. But if you are are sick and you need to see a doctor often, you have cancer, you have a severe illness, whatever. It's it's too late by the time you get to a doctor, and that makes a lot of sense. And I just started like it it like blew my mind because I was thinking like dang you know if the U.S. is headed in that direction everyone I know is going to die Hmm. because everyone I know how how many people do you know right now I can think off the top of my head and just in my family at least 10 people who have had cancer some form of cancer right and I I started thinking about that because now here um just here in Houston we have um the Harris County Hospitals and I remember when I was a kid, I was younger, um, my grandparents had the gold card because they didn't have um, private insurance. You know, they had been they didn't work or whatever. They have Social Security or Medicaid, whatever, Medicare. Mm-hmm. Um, just to see a doctor, your appointments were like months and months away. So if we're headed in that direction, it's really it's scary. scary. It's, it's absolutely scary. And, you know, just to tag on that really quickly. This, you guys, is what scares me the absolute most about being 2021 in a world pandemic, living by the border, not having laws, and letting 25,000 asylum seekers in because our hospitals are ready, have been overwhelmed. They've been overwhelmed. We have... I'm not saying they're packed and we can't put any more people in there. So don't get that confused. But they've been these nurses that have, are going on 24, 36 hours. In some hours, cities, there are. They yeah, are overwhelmed. Uh, of these nurses that are like, can't. I have a shout out to Chrissy Martinez. I don't know if she's hearing this. She actually was a really good supporter of me whenever I was doing my music. Her and her husband went to high school with her. She became, she got her RN. Uh, she became an RN basically the time that the pandemic happened. So perfect oh, wow. timing. But because of the snowstorm, a lot of our a lot of our nurses here 
stayed at the hospital mm-hmm. for like a week. And she, I remember her, she posted a picture and was like, ah, oh, so ready to just go home. And they were sleeping on little like mat size. Cots. Yeah, not even yeah. a cot, like a mat size. So I want to say thank you to all of our nurses here anyways. And there's all those people that are helping us out. But it scares me to think, and, you know, I always circle back to this because I don't want, I'm tired of it being a, a political vision or a racial division I'm scared that our hospitals are going to be overwhelmed by people that have diseases we don't even know about yet and we don't have the supply for it nor do we have the money for it we just we don't we don't have the supply or the money to literally take care of people that are not our own Flo said it best at our last podcast in the airplane when they're crashing you put your mask on first before you can help someone else we need to do that in America I think that that's um, a major thing. And you guys, we only have a couple minutes, so we're going to, Daniel, go ahead. What, is there anything else you want to um, well, we talk just talk, about? Well, we just talked for a whole hour about the winter storm and all that and didn't mention Ted Cruz. <laughs> I literally was about to, to bring him up. We, and... have, to, we have to bring him up. All right, up. we're going to end with Ted Cruz then. So how do y'all feel about it? What the hell is that guy going to do if he was here? He's better off in Mexico. He's he's consuming power if he comes back here. I've seen a lot of people, and Flo, I want you to touch on this. A lot of people have said, wow, Ted Cruz left America to ha- to go to Mexico to better his children's living situation? Hmm, sounds familiar. He's not going to live there, right? No. <laughs> like, I, I, hated, I hated reading all of those comments like, oh, he, he went to Mexico to seek asylum. Uh, how about he went to Mexico on vacation legally and is going to come back? Hey, guys, guess what? He also showed his ID and passport <laughs> to get into Mexico. And now, I can understand like, if he was like, hey, I'm moving to Mexico. Forget this. I'm people just- act like he was going to come back, strap on a tool belt, and hey, hey, guys, let's get this grid back online. Like, But he- most importantly, did anybody, I may have missed it because we didn't have power for a few days, but... Did the president didn't give, do shit? Did hey, he give a, a, a press conference? Anything? Did he nothing. say like, "Hey, you know"? I was waiting for it. Well, nothing listen, at all. I don't know if y'all know this, but Biden and Kamala Harris will be in Houston tomorrow. AOC was was here. Hey, you know what? To, and, and to her, I'm going to go credit. ahead and give. A, I did see a that for AOC. I don't like the girl, but you know what? Credit where it's due. Right. Um, they and, got pictures of her handing out water, and that's good. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think with the Ted Cruz situation. I believe that it is a visual. People look at it as, wow, your hometown is hurting. You left on vacation. Okay, so here's what I'm going to say about that. I do understand that visually people are going to be like, ooh, that's not that good of a look, brother. Bad optics. But the actual reality of things are for me... Ted Cruz, I don't know, and this is maybe where I need to be informed more. I don't rely on nobody yeah, to Ted, help me out. Ted Cruz wasn't uh, going to come and turn my power on I or, mean, or exactly, start exactly my fire. Like, I, that's, you know, and I got to be honest with you. Thank what you. did he come back and do? He probably made some phone calls, something he could have done in Mexico. Well, I just, you know, we got to start. It's the political view, though. That's why President Donald J. Trump, former President Donald J. Trump, was criticized and eaten alive by people. But he said, I'm not a politician. I'm a businessman. Uh, Stop looking at it, what the image should look like. Remember when he was in Puerto Rico handing out stuff and they criticized him for like throwing it? Yeah. Like that's that's what they got. That's that's all they got on him. Yeah, that, he's uh, there. The whole thing. He's there helping out. Maybe it was just for optics, and he really didn't do shit. But the the best they had. Oh, look at the way he threw that roll of paper towels. Well, that's kind of like when you don't like someone. Everything that they do bothers you. Everything. There's like a, a really funny saying that I always say all the time. That's like, oh, you know, I don't like her. Look at her. Look at the way she's eating her crackers. Like, ugh, I hate it. You know. That's that's the same. That's the, that's the thing. Look at her breathing. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think Who that. Who does she uh, think she is? Look, here's the deal. If Biden, well, he probably did. I don't know. 
I just, I'm not but, as sensitive about stuff. I was going to say Biden got up and left. Like, I'm just not sensitive to that. Like I said, I'm thankful. Hey, you know what? Great AOC for handing out water. By the way, Ted Cruz did come back because he realized, oh, shoot, that was probably not the best move. And everyone's literally attacking me. He came back. He handed out barbecue, brisket, stuff like that to our first responders, everyone. And did so stuff. Texas. Yeah. So yeah. Texas, right? <laughs> but the reality is at the end of the day, I knew not AOC, not Harris, not Biden, not Trump, not a Republican, Democrat, liberal, libertarian, whatever you want to call it, was going to go to Home Depot, stand in line with me, put the money in my pocket to buy the two by fours and come home to my house, get the starter logs. If we had starter logs, it's just not real. It's not real. Nothing was moving fast enough. In the case of a winter storm, like you said earlier, it really was like every man for himself. Like you had to provide and do what you have to do for your own family and, and not al- not expect the government to come in and do mode. it for you. Right. Right. And let me also throw it out there. Uh, one of the luckily I have nothing to complain about, but we do have a pool in the backyard and one of the pipes busted on the uh, pool pump. And luckily, it's separate. From yeah, house. it's separate, yes. but it's busted. I want everyone to know right now the pipe is busted. My neighbor's pipes are busted for his pool. Um, a fellow um, friend of mine, associate, I guess, works at the same facility I do. Her house was flooded full of water um, and they're still having problems. Another neighbor down the road, her house is not livable. I want to make it very clear that Ted Cruz is back. All of our pipes are still bu- busted. He didn't come by and fix it. Can you <laughs> and AOC, that? thanks for the water, but my pipes are still busted. Biden, thanks for coming tomorrow, but the snowstorm was last week. Like, you we got to get over it. You think AOC would have came if Ted Cruz didn't go to Mexico? She probably like, oh, if, oh Ted Cruz went to Mexico. Me? Oh, here I come. I'm going to come help. If I was in public relations, if I was managing this girl, I'd be like, get your ass on the plane now. You are going to Houston and you're handing out water. And make sure you turn your head and have a, a Texas mask on because this is great for publicity and then i have a a friend of a i have a friend of a friend that got stuck in vegas and meanwhile all these politicians are able to fly like how is that i don't know special treatment well you guys um we're getting down on our time here but i do want to end with something that talk about next week um this is as of today washington um capitol hill waited thursday for the senate a parliamentarian to weigh in on whether the chamber's rule would permit Democrats to increase the minimum wage to $15 an hour as part of President Biden's $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package. Somebody said, can someone explain this to me? Is COVID political or not? What does raising the minimum wage have to do with COVID while forcing small businesses to close? So... By the time we talk next week, we will know, we should have some more insight if minimum wage is going to be raised to $15 an hour. And folks, if that happens, I think we're in some trouble. Man. So, um, we'll, we'll touch on that. to move to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, we'll tune back in. Thank you all to our... Um, our listeners, thank you for the followers. Thank you for those of you who are reaching out and asking questions and really just kind of tuning in and, and hearing our, hearing our rants and our, our, our thought processes without knowing, like Daniel says, we love all you guys. We care about everyone. We have different views though, and that's okay. All right. So make sure you guys tune back in. We're super excited to be here. America Uncensored, a podcast for the people. This is Dara and Danny. And flow. And we're signing out, you guys. See you next week. Bye.